I didn't see that your message until I actually got up. Um, but you know what? I did get up. Okay. And so that's something to praise God for today. <sighs> okay. Anyways. Cool. Um, new episode of Black Millennial. My eye is switching, which probably means I need a banana. You know, when your eye twitches and stuff, it means that you're lacking potassium. It also means that you're overworking your muscles. When any of your muscles twitch, it means that you're overworking your muscles. My eye? Yeah, it means that you're not sleeping enough. Well, that's what I was just getting taken care of a minute ago. Um, okay. Uh, this week we are talking about closure. Disclosure. And motives and thoughts. So that'll be interesting. Disclosure is a great band. <laughs> um, this episode is titled The Door is Closed. Uh, if you're unfamiliar, it comes from a legend. Uh, actually, we don't have a mood, so that would be really perfect to go to. Um, let's go to our mood for a quick second. I want to say this before you go any further. Please do not keep calling Nene because the last time I saw Portia, Portia said to me, the door is closed. Okay, that's true. I want to know why you are angry with me. I want to know what it is going on with our relationship. I'm angry with you? I felt like that, yes. I really? Did. That's what I had. Yeah. It seems like you're more angry with me. I showed you that I was upset about what you said and I shouldn't be upset about the things you've said on so your you show. are upset. No, I'm not upset. You are upset. So you were angry. No, so you are angry. No, where you were angry. You're the one that's in anger management. But you need to be. Perfect. I feel like this is the first time that our mood has been like a direct correlation to the title. Right. Um, but yeah, like, nah, the door's closed. Um, this is kind of how I feel about closure all the time. So it was a pretty easy like title and mood selection. Uh, this week is sponsored by, uh, you want to share? Oh, line dancing. I like this you get into. Line yeah. dancing. I love line dances, except for the wobble. I know. I hate I the wobble. I feel like you don't be dancing. Like, if we go to, like, family parties, like, your family, my family, like, you usually be chilling. But then when any line dance comes out, you're like, oh, yeah, fuck it. Yeah, like, yo. It's real bad. Yeah. I don't know why I'm like this. Remember at my mom's <laughs> birthday party? Yeah, that's exactly what I was just thinking of. And it wasn't like uh, it like the whole night you were just like pretty relaxed, you know, we're having a good time, making sure we were kind of everything's drunk, going though. smooth. And then you were just like, oh, we were I'm sorry. drunk though. At that night, is this is this a cute? Is this somebody just put on a cupid shuffle? <laughs> oh no, nah, I, I can't sit here and keep talking to you niggas. I, no, I got I work really to do. I really fuck with the electric slide. I fuck with um the the ghetto cha cha slide. I fuck with. Have you ever heard of the back it up? Mm-hmm. That's my favorite one. Okay, That's my favorite line same. dance of all time. That's my favorite drum. Too. Um, but there is a line dance. Uh, there's a line dance to um, can't believe it by T Pain. I believe the, were y'all doing that at the party? I think. <laughs> I feel like y'all were. Um, also, before I let go is now a line dance. Before but... I let go is a line dance. You know what also is a line dance? What? <laughs> no letting go by Wayne One Day. Well, that is, that's, I think, is that something just between us or is that, okay, I was going to say, I didn't think that other people did that. I think so. Yeah. Um, But before I let go has too many steps, so I'll just be two-stepping for the entire thing. That's just too much for me. Just my standard two steps. Um, Okay. Last week, we talked about self-confidence. I hope people like that. I feel like I did. Yeah. Um, it, was it was There was a lot of, we talked about it a lot on Twitter. Um, oh, I'm glad. Um, 
Kayla and Calvin, I guess they were both like tweeting about like, you know, we were talking about what our best qualities are and what are things that we want to mm-hmm. work on, blah, blah, blah. So we started that conversation on a TL. Okay. I also saw Calvin tweeting about um, Mortal Kombat Dick. <laughs> Specifically, uh, was what he said. Um, and that made me laugh. Um, I think if I have time today... Um, this week I've been doing like, I don't know, I've just had more energy. I've been eating a little bit better, been like working out and things. And I have a playlist of music that also is like pretty upbeat. That's been a part of my morning playlist. So I feel like that's something that's like really added to my self-confidence this week. So, uh, before the episode comes out, let me just bold this so I don't forget it. Um, but before the episode comes out, I will, uh, put that playlist on Apple music and throw a link. Uh, in the description for this episode. Um, cool. Looks like I think this is your I would like to see it because I actually disagree. Okay, well, um, it is mine and I would like to see it. Are we did we do that before? Motives and thoughts? Why not? Whatever. I one. would fucking like to see it stop raining. It hasn't rained today yet, knock on wood. Whatever there's I don't have any wood in my house, but Oh my god, it's rained every day. It's rained every day. The other um, day I love the rain. The other day I left work early to go. I went to that event with my mom. I left mm-hmm. work early. I left at three o'clock, right? As soon as I step outside, two feet, torrential downpour. As mm-hmm. soon as I get to the house, it's fucking eighty Stop. and shining. Like yeah. I was so- only thing I hate is the humidity after the rain. Yeah, it's like, like it real just, bad. Just be one or the other. Like I just can't I can't like I have to dress somebody else. Like for myself, yeah, that's true. like I don't give a fuck. Like I never wear um, like I never put a hoodie on. I never wear use an umbrella. Uh, umbrella, never, yeah, same. never, never. It's just like something else I have to carry and like be responsible for. But like I feel bad if I put like shorts on, chase like oh it's gonna be nice today, and then it's like cold, wet, and raining and soaking wet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I'm or like about you put on stuff in the day. morning, like, yeah. and then at the end of the he's day, fucking, it's like it's hot as hell. He's outside, and he's playing outside, and I'm and, and he has a jacket. I on. will think about that all day. I'm like, my my poor son is outside sweating so bad right now. Wow, you're such a good mom. Thanks, I try. My mom was like, "Listen, you're gonna find an outfit for the day, and that's what you're gonna be wearing." <laughs> he was so mad at me the other day. He was like, "Why do you have on pants and I have on shorts?" I was like, "Cause I can't wear shorts to work." Yeah, <laughs> unfortunately, I actually have to, you know, wear full panted clothing. Um, all right, we're at motives and thoughts. Um, this week was co-produced or produced honestly in full. Produced in um, full. Um, by and full because we just like ordered them or whatever. But um, by our social intern who is Liana. Um, it's at Lee Mac. Her handle is at Lee Mac on I believe Instagram and Twitter. No. no. On Instagram Moss. only. On Instagram. It's on- underscore Black Kate Moss Underst- on Twitter. Yeah. Um, and another underscore. Another underscore at the end. I fucking love her. Anyways. I love her. Amazing. I was replying to, like, there was something that she posted on the Black Millennial story this week. And I, like, really loved it. So I, like, gave the, I was replying with the hundreds and the fire uh, reactions. I don't know. That's just. The hundreds what I are do. so ghetto. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I really, 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 really. She's very. I tweeted this. Yeah, let's early. take a moment to like uh, express this, appreciation. I really, really, I tweeted this earlier, like two weeks ago, and then randomly the other day, um, as I was preparing for this episode, I tweet. I just tweeted her again and was like, "I really love you." 
Because she is just like exactly what we needed. She was... Yes, because God knows if it was up to me anymore, I, y'all, I wouldn't be tweeting shit. <laughs> no post, no nothing. But Nothing. Y'all just... be listening to the podcast and that's it. She's, ugh, she's so good. Amazing. Very exactly good. what we needed. Can't wait to, yes. be, to get, her, get her a real check, period. Yeah. Can't wait to get some real checks so we can start handing them out. <laughs> that's just on that. Alright. Yeah. Um, all right, we're at motives and thoughts. I will I'm actually gonna let you you wanna lead? You wanna lead the conversation? Alright. Cool. Running. Cool. Alright, so motives and thoughts. Of course we're talking about closure. And I think that um we always talk about closure and we think about like relationships, like platonic relationships or like romantic relationships. Um, but like also, this could be, like, family members, like, a lot of mm-hmm. the times we see that, and even, like, friendships. Um, definitely friendships. Definitely yeah. friendships. Um, so, all right, the first question is, how do you move on benevolent, benevolently? <laughs> I, can, I can read, but I can't talk. So, once it goes in my brain and then tries to come out of my mouth, it's, a, like, that's with everything. That's with names. That's with fucking... How do you move on benevolently, <laughs> benevolently from relationships that end on bad terms? Um, I mean, okay, so I try to have this balance of fuck it and like, okay, what could I maybe have done better? You know, um, I tend to not personally focus on like other people because I have no control of other people, you know? Um, so if it's like, Oh, I wanted this person to like, I think a lot with like, quote unquote closure, it's something that we want another person to feel about us. You know, like we want a person to feel like they could come back to us if they wanted to, or we want a person to feel like, even though we broke up, like we're not a good, we're still a good person, you know? Um, But for me, it's like, the first thing is giving that up and giving that away. Like, I don't really give a fuck what you think. That's for you. I will literally never know what you think, right? But for me, I can only feel okay when I feel like, okay, one, I didn't leave. I didn't leave that person feeling like I was an asshole, at least in my mind, <laughs> right? If they felt like I was an asshole, that's on them. But I did the best that I could to make sure that, like, I wasn't giving immediate asshole, you know, <laughs> to this person. So um, that's that. And then also to realize, like, um, sometimes when, when, when we think about like ending on bad terms, it, it's sometimes just one-sided, right? I, I don't know. That's where I go to, right? It might be the other person thought it was good terms. The other person feel like they cursed you out and then you feel like this need to like get revenge or get even or whatever. And for me, it's just like, man, I have work tomorrow, you know, <laughs> like I just, I, I try to minimize that like revenge spirit or any of that as much as possible. Um, because it's, I wouldn't be able to move on. In fact, the other person likely would have moved on and like is in the next stage or phase of, you know, their friendships or their relationships or whatever. And I'm still holding on to this thing and like frustrated. So I think just give it up delicious. It like, look like a man. You look like a man. Let it fucking go. Um, so that's me. Um, so me personally, how do you move on? I'm rereading the question to myself. I think I'll read it to you. How do you move on benevolently <laughs> from relationships that ended on bad terms? I think that 
for me, I think that time heals, but mm-hmm. time, I don't know. I feel like time heals, but time doesn't create closure. So, like, you can, like, those feelings and stuff can come up again no matter how long you fucking don't think about it or don't talk about it if, like, mm-hmm. you if you never do the work. Yeah. So, you and, like, with that, door. if you never close the door, right? And I think with that, um, it's, it comes, like, a lot of, like, so, you know, I'm a big self-assessor. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, what was my part in this? What have I, you know, what could I have done better? What did I actually do well in this relationship or friendship or whatever situation? Um, and I think once you can, like, once you self-assess and then even just regularly assess, like, what did this person do that I didn't fuck with or how did this end that I didn't fuck with, then you can move on because you learn the lesson. It's hard to move on from shit when you don't learn the lesson. Right. So that's it for me. Okay. I like that. Thanks. Um, would you say is, is closure, this is our second question, is closure real? Um, and is, it, is closure important to you when a relationship ends? So I do think closure is real, but I don't think closure is what we have turned it into. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think closure is like a conversation that needs to happen. I think closure is more of like uh, an experience. Okay. Um, And a lot of the times I think we give too, mu- too much power to other people that like, I have to have this conversation with them in order to move on, in order to know like what the fuck yeah. happened and like really... We just really need to have that experience with ourselves. Um, I feel like we can give ourselves a lot of closure because a lot of the times when situations happen, we know why it ended. <laughs> you know right. why it ended. Like, I think when we, like, go after the other person's opinion for closure, like, that's not really what we are looking for. We're not really looking for mm-hmm. closure for that. from that. Um, I think that... I think that it is important to have closure when relationships end. I do. But I don't think that it's in the way that we see it. I think that we it, it needs to be like an experience within yourself. Closure is an experience. So like one of the first things that you need to do when you're like looking for closure is like forgive the other person mm-hmm. and like forgive yourself. Um, because that is a lot of the reason why we can't move on a lot of the times we are still harping on shit that is like all right bro like like you said give it up delicious like um like all you have to do is really like say your truth about the situation how you feel and you know that's really the closure and people be looking for closure like after they're ghosted and after like Niggas say, like, they don't want to be with you or, like, they don't want a relationship. And you're like, well. Yeah, that was the closure. That is the closure. Disinterest is the closure. Mm-hmm. I feel like um, just, uh, yeah, my kind of answers the question. Uh, just being that closure happens as a process, mm-hmm. right? Like, uh, closure is something that maybe as I'm leaving the relationship or as I'm starting to feel like. Like, not even leaving the relationship. I think leaving the relationship usually should be, like, the, hey, this is the final time that we're going to interact over this, you know? Like, uh, but closure is that process of, like, okay, you know what? I know how I deserve to be treated, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I know how, you know, what I w- would like to see or, you know, more of or whatever the case may be. Like, um, I-, I know what I need. 
and this is not being provided to me or like i know what this relationship used to be and like now i know what it is now and that could be for friendship for anything right. you know like this person used to be real loyal to me and they just not being as loyal no more this person don't come around as much or just whatever like our friendship has changed our relationship has changed i know what that looks like and that's closure we're starting right. to see your the truth door is your closure. <laughs> like right exactly like we're starting to see the door on the situation close okay mm -hmm. Now that it has closed, like, I think, like, uh, when, when a relationship ends, you don't have to feel the need to, like, do all this other stuff. I think to your specific point, like, closure, you don't need to have the other person around to have closure. And I think that that's a huge misconception. Like, oh, well, in order to get closure, like, I need to have... I need to write down like, these questions and ask him every or like, single yeah. question. Or, like... I need to reach out via email... You know, hey, like, <laughs> because I'm blocked, you know, like, and it's just like, that, you, when you got blocked, that's what closed it. Right. Mm -hmm. It's closed. So I, I don't really but understand that. Comes, you want to know what that is, though? That, that is the insecurity, insecurity and that validate that need for validation from other people. Yeah, agreed. So. And the need to say that, like, okay, well, when this other person feels like you know, things are fully done, like, that's when we are fully done, or it's just, yeah, it's just weird, mm -hmm. not a fan, um, closure is not something that, well, it kind of grosses me one out. One thing of it that I will say, though, is that I do think on the other end that we do need, as, like, adult human, high-functioning, like, high-functioning humans, because mm -hmm. not everyone is. Agree that in healthy as well high functioning healthy humans that we need to if we have anything to like give the person that we're like closing the door on like on the other end that like not that you owe that person that but we're doing each other a disservice not saying that someone needs that but it potentially could help I think that a lot of the times people ghost people or like shun people or like, um, you know, just tell don't tell people like what their issues are for like selfish reasons or because they feel like the other person doesn't deserve that. Um, but I think that that's like so fucking selfish. Oh, let's talk about that. Let's unpack that then really quick, um, because I'm like. I can be at times, I'm not going to say that I am or that I all, whatever, but like a ghoster or AKA a ghost. And I, and I think that that, that this in re, is in reference to like rain, relationship, relationships that have like significance in your life, you know, like mm -hmm. friendships or like, um, I don't know. I think that it's like relationships that matter to us kind of like okay yeah 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 i agree with that more because like if you and i got into it like we got into an argument or whatever i wouldn't just be like all right well you know what? i'm just not bitch. gonna hit her up <laughs> yeah i'm just not gonna hit her up until she hit me up right and then meanwhile like we got something coming up and you know what i mean like we have a podcast that comes up every week or just even like fuck like anything like they're they're significant relationships I, do it's not like just somebody i fucking met on the internet and I gave them my number, and now we were texting back and forth, and I just randomly stopped texting texting them. I don't know that person. Oh, that's usually me. I'm talking about shit like that. Like that doesn't matter. Okay. That that that's not shit that 
like that'll be like well why wasn't he interested like first of all he doesn't fucking know you um but i'm talking about like high like extreme significant relationships that people will like know people for years and like randomly just be like yeah no okay here's where i can like agree and disagree like i agree that given like the you know specific amount of time in a relationship things like that that usually will like extend the amount of i guess sympathy and things like that that i have all that compassion that i have exactly but in like certain cases when we talk about closure happening over a process of time and we actually talked about this on uh episode 10 uh when tori was on but when she and i were like not necessarily friends or like getting to the point of not being friends you know um and it wasn't like anything deep like we've like far gotten beyond this has been like you know over a year of time or whatever but there were definitely times where i'm like hey we you you've expressed to me that this is like not or this is I'm expressing to you that this is like not the way that I would like our friendship to go, mm-hmm. you know. And but so I think I feel that's like, the dialogue. Okay, so I feel like if you have expressed that multiple times right. or whatever, then it is okay to just take that step back and it's just like, hey, well, you know, I ain't really got nothing to say because I already said everything that I needed to say over the course of the last six months that right. I've been trying to share. Right. That, and I like, think that's different than like just waking up one day and being like, she irked me. She said something smart on Twitter. So I'm just never going to talk to the bitch again or like, okay, yeah, I agree. Or I'm just not, I'm not going to reach out unless she ever reach out again because I don't like something that she posted on her Instagram story. Yeah. You think nogs are weird as hell. Yeah. Let's go to question three. Um, How do you maintain boundaries after the relationship has ended or been redefined? Are you asking me? Yeah. I mean, I'll go first because I just want to stop talking. Um, But specifically like i just it's a boundary a boundary is a hard one um i'm not really soft on boundaries at all it's like you know how people will say when you love people or when you love people it's mm-hmm. easy for your boundaries to like sway well can't relate <laughs> you have n- like, no, no i do understand that because the one person because the one person that i don't have boundaries with is myself right the person that i love the most mm-hmm. um so i do understand that and it's like, oh, well, like, I told myself I shouldn't be doing this, but, like, I fucking love myself. I can do whatever I want for myself. Like, I'm, it's myself. Um, but, like, with other people, it's like, if I've set a boundary, or even if I've set a boundary in my mind that, like, hey, you know what? This is probably as far as, like, we should take it. This is as far as we should go. Like, if, there, if there's no specific benefit, like, that's just that. Like, it's a hard-ass boundary. Don't if I said like, hey, you know what? I need a little bit of time to not talk to you, and then you hit me up. I'm probably gonna be extremely irked. Like if I say like, hey, you know what I mean? I think that we should only talk on certain days, or we should, you know, whatever the case may be. You know, I'm not saying it like that, but like if I said like, hey, you know what? After like, we shouldn't. You should. You shouldn't hit my phone after 10 p.m. I just want to make it, like, very clear the type of, like, friendship that we have. So just don't hit me after 10. Yeah, that's how I am with niggas especially. Like, don't. I hate that. My office hours I mean, You be like my, that with me. My office hours <laughs> with everybody. You literally go to sleep at 8.30. Mm-hmm. It'd be light out. So <laughs> that me. is respect that. Respect me. But, um, yeah, like, if I say, like, respect this specific boundary or if I say, like, hey, I don't really like to be touched or, like, uh, that's, like, a big boundary with me. Is like, unless we're super close, don't just randomly touch me. Right. I am that way as well. You know? 
Like, with all of those things, just don't disrespect my boundaries. Because if you do, that immediately makes me feel like I have to disrespect you. Oh, my God. And, yeah, I think, like, all right, I'm I'm lying and I'm telling the truth about this right now. Because I think that you have to... Um, let's go back to my previous statement, which is that I do know how to have boundaries other than with myself. And so I'm about to air myself out a little tiny bit right now. Um, I have to be willing, and I'm not even talking about y'all or nobody else. If you resonate with this, if it applies, don't let it fly. Let it hit you. Um, I have to stop allowing myself to allow other people back into my life that I have set the boundary on just because like I feel like oh well you know it's been enough time or like Mm -hmm. oh well that's that's what what, I want so the thing is so so the thing is is that when you really don't have any like real or structured closure or like closure even within yourself it's easy to do that right because it's it's really interesting too because the way that like mine and this person's relationship almost always like disintegrates in in each timing is just like hey don't talk to me ever again Mm -hmm right <laughs> which is like that's not closure. so that's like, funny mm-hmm. because it's not because we just end up having conversation again mm-hmm. after a few months or or whatever you know so i just need to be better about that and like that also means on two sides one it either means if i get to the point where i'm so angry or i feel like you know uh actions have brought me to believe that you just don't care and so i just shouldn't interact anymore right then that's what it should be right and i think right? that it we... should just be like don't talk to me when... but sorry hold okay. on real quick just like but if i if i'm saying like don't talk to me i should also be able to like not, not get that you. mad you know right. like i should be able to like oh if if i'm gonna talk to you again i know i'm gonna talk to you again in the future then what's the point of the dramatics right you know so i think it's just both sides like either be considerate of what you're saying that you know needs to change or you really always say that don't break up if <laughs> oh my god if you're just gonna go back to talking again but i'll be doing the same shit so <laughs> i think that um how do you maintain boundaries after the relationship has ended or been redefined i don't know i think acceptance is a big thing accepting the situation accepting um accepting the new reality um mm. I also think that just because like setting a boundary sometimes hurts us or makes us uncomfortable so we think that like it's not the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the times it is the right thing to do. And we if we, it feels like it isn't because we're not it, we're not used to it. We're not used to the boundary and it's uncomfortable and I think that we need to like stop mistaking that uncomfortable place for it being wrong. And I think that's why we're yeah. like, damn, like I miss this person. I miss this friendship. So I think that like, I should like jo- just go talk to the person because you know, like me and her were friends. Like that was my friend. Like, and the new reality is uncomfortable, but like it's uncomfortable because it's not what it has been. Also, I think that like, you can't move forward in life looking in your rear view. Mm. So like you keep like you set the boundary cuz you know that like 
all right, like I need this to like take a step forward. I need to, to have something change in order to like make a change. And we go back and you still, you take fucking two steps back. Like right. you can't have a new reality until you step, you accept it. You accept the things that happened. You accept the, the bullshit for what it was. And then like you continue to move forward. You, you, when that, without allowance and acceptance, you don't, you can't allow it or accept it and move forward. You, you're like harboring all that fucking energy and everything's going to stay the same. Yeah. Ultimately, um, just kind of like my last statement to wrap the conversation up um, or to wrap at least this part of the conversation up is that no, I think closure, closure is something that this is actually your statement. Closure is for yourself right which means it has to likely be defined by yourself or it has to be created because by even you when these conversations happens a lot of the times you, you still, still need to go debrief <laughs> with your friends you gotta like talk it out or you still have these extra feelings mm-hmm. or whatever because ultimately the person that you're looking to close it with is you right. exactly 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 so that the other person can never ever ever give you that feeling of all right like this is settled. Like, I'm fine with it. Like, it is what it is. You are, you, even after all those, y'all could talk until y'all blew in the face. And you can still at the end be like, I just don't understand. Yeah, I hope this, uh, this conversation really inspires someone to um, leave that broke nigga alone. <laughs> I just choked. Sorry. Um, <laughs> honestly, just like, I don't know, like, you're never, it, you're never, like, stuck with anyone. Like, you have more options, you know what I'm saying? There's plenty of fish in the sea, all that. So just stop with the weird shit. Period. Yeah. Period. Shout out to Young Miami. Are you interested in becoming a better content creator or graphic designer? Consider Development Blocks a new style of one-on-one skill development for creators. Development blocks are creative sessions designed for inspiration, encouragement, and sharing. The three-hour blocks were written with the goal of making a beginner feel at home, while also adding a wealth of knowledge and resources to a seasoned veteran. You can find out more about development blocks at eastoak.co slash blocks. All right, we're back. Let's run through who run the world pretty quickly. Um, first things first. Uh, Tracy Ellis Ross, duh. Um, um, she, Tracy, she looks so good. Mm, all the the bikini pics. Yeah, she just be. I mean, I feel like she's just constantly on vacation, which is like amazing. She's the um, the rich single auntie with no kids. Yeah, got that new blackish check. Mm-hmm. Because not only is she uh. She's like directing episodes and she's also like producing episodes as well now. So shout out to that. But she uh, is going to be executive producing and starring in uh, Daria spinoff from MTV. Uh, It's going to be about the character Jody. Um, So it's going to be animated. Tracy Ellis Ross's voice um, and bringing back a really cool story. Like I know we all fuck with Daria or at least like the cool blacks did Um, the alternative blacks. Uh, but yeah, so that'll be coming back. Shout out to Tracy Ellis Ross there. Uh, Janet Mock. Janet Mock got uh, an amazing overall deal uh, this week with Netflix. 
Uh, she's said to be producing right now at least a uh, a drama type show, so something a little bit more dramatic, um, and then uh, a show about like high school and just like the teenage years. Um, so that will be interesting as well. So shout out to Jane and Mock for getting that money. Check, check. Um, you have uh, Dr. Julian Malvo. Yes. You added, I believe. Yes. Um, so this, what, when was, what was that, Wednesday? Was Juneteenth Wednesday? Yeah. Okay. So June, Juneteenth, um, was, was this Wednesday that just passed? Yeah, this Wednesday. Uh, and the House Committee um, had a, a hearing on reparations. Okay, yep. And I just pulled it up. Yeah. And Dr. Julian uh Melave is uh Malvo. Malvo yeah. Um mm-hmm. is a of course a black woman, but she is an economist. And she basically just got on there and just read these niggas like not niggas, they're you know, old white men of course, but like read them to filth. To filth. Mm. Like, oh, if you I put the link in here to watch it um but she basically just was standing up there like these are the facts and y'all she called the republicans the, the devils, devils. Mm-hmm. which is accurate yeah. as hell so. she was like at one point in time yes the democrats were considered the devil she said but time went on and you know the democrats progressed and they switched over and most of the old democrats became the devil which are the republicans yes i said it i was like oh my god Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was really good. Yeah. Shout out to her. Uh, the first thing I saw is uh, that she was a witness at these were uh, slavery reparations hearings. Mm-hmm. So y'all should know that those are going on. Um, she also said in quotes the words, "White people are ignorant." We stand a queen. <laughs> That's okay. It. Um, we also have uh, Mastercard, just in general as a company. So. Uh, we talked about some things, uh, you know, during Pride Month, yeah, just Nina, highlighting. Nina Kasoff, I think, was the lady's name that. Uh, that started this up. Yeah. Okay. Um. So yeah, Mastercard is essentially going to allow uh transgender and non-binary people to use their chosen name instead of their legal name. Mm-hmm. Um. Which uh essentially, you know, uh, some trans and non-binary people refer to their quote-unquote legal name as their dead name. Um, so essentially, you know, their name previously, we were actually, Shar and I were talking yesterday about like, that's a really interesting concept to be like presented in your adulthood with like choosing your name and being able to choose your identity. Um, and I guess, you know, if I wanted to change my name, I always could, but I asked you yesterday, what would you want your name to be? Do you remember what you said? No. I don't remember either. Uh, I know that we, at the conclusion, we came to Chase Senior. Oh yeah. Chase Senior. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny because that actually is what we said and i said mine would be something really weird like uh project six four three two nine one um i don't know just something real fucking space ag yes um and so okay that is mastercard i'll actually link to um that article in the descriptions because it's really good uh and then nina kasaf yeah the uh there's actually a an ad from mastercard uh, from their Instagram, which uh, I'll try to post a link for that as well. Uh, we are at Weird White People Shit. There's a whole lot of it, and I'm going to just try to make it through pretty quickly. So, is it a whole lot of it? I thought it was only a couple things. Um, oh. One, two, three, four, five. Okay. 
Cool. I'll let you start off because you got a really crazy one from off top. Yeah. Alaskan teens allegedly convinced to murder a friend after being offered $9 million. How much would it take me to kill y'all? I would just be able to, like, I would need to have, like, a crazy lawyer. All right. A group of Alaskan <laughs> teenagers. <laughs> a group of Alaskan teenagers killed another teen for $9 million. So, supposedly they said that this young lady was, like, um like mentally not the person i think the person that killed her yeah but there was too many of them for y'all all to not be mentally stable right for y'all all not to be yeah not mentally stable it, yeah 19 year old cynthia hoffman was found dead after an apparent gunshot wound um on june 4th shot in the back of the head her hands and her feet were bound oh that was really bad yeah. damn so supposedly um like a 20 year old man his name was tyler um, told them basically to sexually assault her and then to kill her, for, and he would pay them $9 million. It came out that the man's name was Darren Schmiller, and he was 21, and he told the police, I think. Oh, he threatened to tell the police. He threatened to tell the police and told them to stop, but they had already done it. So, we'll see. The niggas is going to Period. No, you know why he... They... They white though. Yeah, but they they literally brutally murdered and sexually assaulted a woman, um, trying to get money for doing it. Right, so I true. think yeah, they got to go to jail. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a bad. Um, job. two pieces of local news. One, there was a crazy explosion yesterday in Philly. Um, there was a refinery that exploded. Um, it basically raised. It's gonna raise the prices of gas. There's a lot of black people that live in Southwest. I'm calling conspiracy theory. I feel like it's all black people that live in Southwest. Like, I feel like Southwest is is still one part of the city that's not really gentrified yeah. that bad. I feel like it's still pretty mm. like, black. and Yeah, and no, because it would just be niggas riding around on their bikes as well at the same time. Mm. So, um, yeah, I'll leave that at that. But, but I mean, not gentrified in the, it's not like loft apartments. Okay. Like, you know what I yeah. mean? Like everywhere else got the fucking beautiful re like re did you see have you seen the um divine lorraine hotel yeah talk yeah. about it offline um yeah there is uh also 72 uh philadelphia police officers this week were placed on desk duty uh essentially over like racist and transphobic and uh violent social media posts um so essentially they were uh inciting violence um you know some posting pictures of like things that they were doing um within the community um and it's just essentially disturbing really weird some of them are going to be fired um there was a a data dump by this company uh i believe called injustice no injustice watch is where they reported it uh, but basically, this company, uh, this activist group was going in the backgrounds or whatever, searching the names of, uh, you know, police officers from a bunch of different cities, not just Philadelphia, and then, rep- oh. yeah, reported those um, to the Philadelphia Police Department and to, like, BuzzFeed to make it, you know, a little something more. Basically, like, qual- quality. Yeah, people. you know, keeping things together. So, shout out to them, but um, very weird that, like, why do people like take certain jobs? Well, that's probably because they want to abuse people. Never mind. Um, okay. Third, the 
do you think people go into stuff like that thinking like All yeah right, i get to be able to i think it's just a power yeah thing. i get to be able to have authority over people and then that even to the point of like putting my hands on them if that's what i choose to do yeah people fucking right. suck um last two uh one is uh the democrats like this is a, the weirdest white people shit of the week for me <laughs> um they tweeted this tweet this week that said this is a whole mood right and it said text boy bye to four three three six i'm not even gonna say the right number so you can't get this wallpaper to get an exclusive wallpaper that has like it's a little picture of donald trump and it says boy bye 2020 and it's the democrats.org if you niggas don't get out of my face with this old bullshit First of all, this is a whole mood. How are we getting this man impeached? How are we getting our freedoms it's not back? It's not like a joke anymore. Like, it's, it's not a joke boy, anymore. Boy, like, buy A wallpaper? A free wallpaper? All of this shit is fake. Yeah, because Nancy Pelosi mm -hmm. actually works for Donald Trump. I'm convinced. That's my personal opinion. I said it. Um, yeah, what's a weird-ass thing to do? Like... Remember fucking, like this is, remember people like, marched on Washington? There are like. And now you guys are giving out fucking wallpapers. Yeah. Wallpapers. This is, this is our, this is how we're, we're fighting against injustice. I'm moving to Africa. And children being locked in cages. And in concentration camps. Aluminum. Let's call them what they are. Exactly. Being raped in drinking out of toilet water like, forced to have abortions in some cases in other cases not being able to have abortions like it, it's awful but also the people who they're having children by uh, some of them are guards in these concentration camps yeah oh have you seen um this is actually one of my three things to stand vic mensa dropped a music video did you mm -hmm. see that okay. all right we'll talk well, about, it, when we'll we talk get about there. it on my three things to stand. um so honestly fuck the democrats like I'm, I'll vote for whoever gets Donald Trump to not be the president. But after that, that don't mean I'm about to support your ass neither. Yeah, it's all weird. Um, okay, and then lastly, this is a YouTube video that everybody needs to watch. It's about 12 minutes long. Well, every black person. Um, oh, y'all wait. So y'all can watch it too because y'all need to know. Uh, it's called When White Supremacists Overthrew a Government. Uh, it came out this week, actually just two days ago, uh, on Vox. Uh, which some of the Vox Video Lab, uh, basically, it's a story from the late nineteen or the early nineteen hundreds. Uh, the eight, yeah, late nineteen, the uh, excuse me, eighteen ninety eight into the early nineteen hundreds. So, late eighteen hundreds into the early nineteen hundreds, um, and essentially, like this is something that. Um, the, the time that these white people like overthrew the government, this is something that where it happened was in, in like Wilmington and Asheville, North Carolina. Um, and if you go to the libraries in those towns or in those spaces, like you'll be denied basically getting access to like information about this time period or they'll like give you a whole bunch of shit like, well, what you need to know and like why you need to know it. Um, and so uh, Vox did uh, a really great story about this to kind of share what happened. but. Ultimately, like integration started happening and black people started just getting too much, you know, essentially black people started becoming like uh, politicians and like, you know, started to be able to make decisions for cities and towns and things like that. And these white people just said, nope, we're not going to have no people, no black people running the government nowhere here. So they ran all the black people out of the city. 
and they overthrew the government, took over, and they put a white person as the sheriff of the town. They made a white person the mayor of the town, all the above. Um, and so I just think it's really interesting and something to keep an eye on because white people tend to do the same stuff over and over again. I'll leave that at that. <laughs> um, and then this this one is in, it's in Didn't You Know, but technically it counts to be uh, weird black people shit. Hate it had to be us, but I'm going to do it. And then we'll go to Tweets on Fire. So this is a really great story that actually came out last year. Um, in the New York Times, it's uh, the Louisiana school made headlines for sending black kids to Ivy League colleges. So uh, essentially, this is in Louisiana. This was a school called T.M. Landry. Um, and there's two, there's a, a black man and black woman, uh, both last name Landry. They essentially started this school. And it's a place where like black kids, get, it's, college it's college prep. prep. Yeah, exactly. Um, but they marked it as like an actual school. Um, there was no accreditation, but they were getting kids into Harvard and MIT into any school they really wanted to go into. So nobody was really questioning things um, until they started like physically abusing the kids. Um, so some of the kids were getting like told to kneel on rice. Some of the kids were getting told to like, or they were getting like punched in the chest or like he was like kneeling on the kids, like just weird as shit. Um, trying to get them, I guess, to like fall in line, um, telling them that they would like ruin their transcripts and this, that, and the third. Um, but also he was like faking things on their transcripts to ensure that they got into these schools. So there's just a lot of things. The guy's name was Michael Landry, um, who was running the school. You guys can actually, the story, the original story uh, came out at the end of, so December of 2018. And then... Uh, there's a new TV show. I was going to have this in my three things to stand, but I'm not uh, called The Weekly. Uh, it's on Hulu. It's also on FX. It's produced by Hulu and FX. And then the content is created by The New York Times. Um, and so it's basically New York Times stories that they've turned into visuals that you can watch. So that's actually how I watched uh, this story. So it's the very first episode of The Weekly. Um, check that joint out. My only thing about that is, well, I don't really want to give too much information about it, but, like, when they find out that these kids really were lying on their transcripts, even though they're, like, have, like, graduated, do you take their, like, diplomas and shit? Did they take or, like, the um the college scandal peoples that uh that their parents paid for them to go? Yeah, no. did they? No. Nope. Oh, so, no. I don't want to hear that shit. Nope. All right, we're at Tweets on Fire. I'm actually really excited to be here because me and Shara last night, we literally spent our Friday night just, like, sending tweets back and forth to each other because I have not, like, been really on Twitter. So I just went, like, uh, as a Friday night, scrolling through, seeing what was on there, like a, download. a download, and it was nothing but niggery-noggery. So <laughs> really great to see. But um, let's talk about a few things that we saw. So first was yams and mac and cheese jars. On some on so, shit. Like, yeah, jars. black blintress. <laughs> you niggas are crafty. Love that. Um, I mean, I y'all. If y'all know this about me, actually, I don't eat yams. So, are you okay? <laughs> I don't eat yams. Like I've never. I only had yams. Listen, I'm gonna be completely honest. I had yams one time that I actually liked them. I got some for and, you. This coming up. This it's not. They're not for me. They're for my. They were made by 
a white person. Right? Right, I'm shutting the I'm shutting the computer. Listen, 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 listen. She was a big, tall. She was at, worked at my old well my job now, but she doesn't work there anymore. She's from Delaware. She was a hood bitch. I don't know where she was from. White, and her wife was black. And I'm like, that's how you know how to make him. Mm, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. That okay. That's interesting. Um, yeah. but that was the only time I ever enjoyed them. But yeah, I think that no um, <laughs> wow, that white people put everything in mason jars. Like they put like soups and salads and stuff like that. Salads. The salads are my favorite. I think the salads. Um, are so pretty. why can't we put yams and mac and cheese in some jars? The thing is, is that I would eat greens if somebody put greens well we can like layer it macaroni and cheese yeah layer yams at the bottom mac and cheese in the middle and then the greens on top let the green juice just drip down to the bottom okay (laughs) now wow your eyes just rolled in the back of your head (laughs) i love the green juice i love like the vinegary Mm -hmm, i made some greens with kale earlier this week uh apple cider vinegar real good um second tweet I w- I've been really excited to read this out loud, and not because I want to see a black person be t- torn down, but um, Cardi B was indicted. <laughs> um, it's just sad to me. So she was indicted over getting like somebody beat up, a stripper beat up in a strip club, over cheating with Offset. Yeah, and then she's the worst part is that she's actually married to Offset. <laughs> You're married to this man. He now you're going to jail from getting him beat as a, a different person beat mm-hmm. up. I can see if you got him beat up. Like if you got him beat up, that'd be one thing. But you got a woman beat up who now has no ties to him, nothing, and you're still married to him. Yep. And now you're going. And to now you potentially owe her money or or owe the state time. And you still have to go out with that nigga that cheated on you. It's just sad that black women... Does Cardi B identify as black? I mean, she says nigga, so hopefully. Um, It's just sad that black women just let men be their downfall. Men, men center everything. There's women in general, actually, not even just black women. But but also, um, that just came into a conversation that Jam and I were having earlier because we were talking about how um, Little Dirk just came home it's like when y'all niggas start getting money don't you think like all the other shit can chill like don't you think about like trying to protect it like don't you think about like Like, i just want to make sure that i can like stay out and enjoy it yeah like (laughs) like you it's so bad that like like on in little dirk's case like he went to jail for robbing and shooting someone dude that seems old that's like me going to jail for fixing a computer I don't know. Like, you know, like, some old shit that I just used to do. Like, yeah. I just think that, like, we're conditioned so badly to, like, have these behaviors because, like, it's all that we know and it's all we're exposed to. But once you get to the money, like, don't you think that you should just chill? So that you can keep it. Yeah. That's it. Because they will do anything to uh, make sure that you don't have it anymore. So yeah. Um, let's talk about quickly the Bleacher Report tweet, um, which shouldn't even be a tweet. 
Like, uh, Dwayne Wade yeah, is responding to criticism for going to Miami Pride to support his son. And he said, I'm doing what I feel is right for my family, and that's to support my kids. Nigga, who... I, I, you know what? Don't support your son, your own son. Like, like don't be supportive to him. And it's crazy it's that he stupid. says, like... He was like, if, if, this, if he played soccer, if he fucking... If he had, if he was making good grades, whatever. like yeah. this is whatever it was. This is just me. He was like, and I don't think I should be applauded for it either. This is just me being a parent. Yeah, like, it's just a part of being a parent. People are fucking weird. Yeah. Like uh, one of the things that I w- oh let's go back to I would like to see it for a second. One of the things I would like to see you nigger stop doing is those um like if your son was dressed like this or your daughter was dressed like this, like what would you say? What, what would you, you do? do? Or would you rather, you know what the worst one is to me? Would you rather your your daughter be a whore or your son be gay? That's the worst tweet I think I've ever seen. I'm actually seen about to throw up right now. In my life. And that is an actual conversation that people are having. First of all, number one, y'all are reposting people's kids. Yeah, that is weird as fuck. Like, if I saw you posting my kid, I'm, I'm going to be posted at your fucking, uh, the end of your block. If you post my child and, and ask what... Oh, oh, you want to post kids? Huh? <laughs> That's weird. Y'all are reposting people's kids for likes and fucking right. comments. Weird ass. It's super kids. weird. And also, like, I would want my kid to be able to be a gay whore if that's what they wanted to do. Like, you're both. fucking tripping. Get you a kid that can do fucking both. It's just fucking annoying. And also, this is coming from a lot of the fu- these fucking tweets be coming from niggas that don't even take care of their kids. Ooh, so ooh, that? Uh, that was a shot to the heart and you're to blame. And fucking every... Please. Jesus Christ. Because it's mostly yeah. men. It's mostly men. You know, this conversation is mostly men. Would you rather your kid... Would you... Would you rather shut the fuck up and get your kid more, more than everything? <laughs> I feel like Dickhead. the time that's spent on these, like, would you rather scenarios could definitely be spent on, like, you know, would you rather clean up the black community or, um, you know, educate our children? Which one? Like, what? Which one of y'all? Oh, I have a tension headache. Same. Um, let's... The, 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 I don't even know where to go from here because we have apparently a tweet. I'm glad that I wasn't on Twitter for this because when you explained this to me yesterday, I started saying that uh, the drawing from that pastor, he said, what's wrong with you niggas? You niggas are crazy. Like, y'all apparently said that Kimberly of the clan of Kardashians, greater than sign... BLM, which actually stands for Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. So I'm just confused. Like, I, you gave me the explanation that people were saying that I guess that she's done more. So, yeah. You know, like, Kim is doing a lot of work with um, falsely in- incarcerated and um, just doing a lot of work with the criminal justice system and black people, which, I mean, which she, she should. She should. Be doing. You took. Never mind. Yeah. You already know. Mm hmm. But, like, what she should be doing, I think that we have to, like, remove this white savior complex that mm-hmm. we have because white people should be using their privilege to mm-hmm. help the mm-hmm. oppressed. That is the bare minimum. Mm-hmm. That is the bare minimum. And for 
people to openly and honestly say that Kim Kardashian is doing more than the Black Lives Matter group, number one, she is a white woman who comes from money. So she has more money opportunity. She has more access. Yeah. Which why which is why she is the face. She said she said this. This is why I am being the face of these things that people are already working mm-hmm. on. Pe- these are things that people are already doing. Kim and we t- we've talked about this before. There are women that have been working on these projects forever, and Kim Kardashian is funding them and talking about it because black people are oh systematically oppressed they purposely put us in these positions so that we cannot help yeah and i mean you think about (laughs) like you think about this right uh kim kardashian's been going to the white house we know who lives there like works there or whatever and like having these conversations and y'all know y'all know how niggas just like no matter what we we sometimes just can't keep it together or like not even keep it together in that way but we if i'm in front of donald trump and he's talking about some shit that is just complete bullshit to me i'm raising at minimum both of my eyebrows you know what I'm saying? Like that, like some something in my facial expressions are gonna change. Something and whatever. Kim Kardashian, I feel like, is the type to be like, oh, I don't really agree with you, but yeah, like let's just sit here and just talk about it. You know, which like, like whatever that you know, it is what whatever. it is. But also, she's doing exactly. The work. She is doing the work. Like we're like yes, I'm thankful she's doing the work. She is still she is doing something that's helping black people. But that does not take away. Or make her better than or greater than people that have been fighting the fight for us for and let's not even talk about the people that are behind black lives matter are black mm-hmm. women and gay of the lgbt community who y'all niggas fucking don't fuck with neither <sighs> i'm exhausted that's a lot <laughs> I'm ex- I feel you. But, like, imagine in the same way, and I just don't really understand why niggas can't uh, compute certain things that are super simple, right? You walk into an interview, you say all of these words, you know that you're qualified for the job, you should definitely get it, right? Brandon walks into this interview, he's white, you know I mean? His dad knows somebody at the company, he really fucked up with a whole bunch of the answers and whatever the case may be, but Brandon still might probably get hired. You feel me? It's the same That's concept. Exactly it's it the exact same concept. And she's just using her white face to get lifts for and people. And someone said, well, why are y'all mad at Kim Kardashian? Nobody nobody's mad, mad at Yeah, nobody's mad at her. But nobody is also going to say that the work that she's doing is more meaningful or more powerful than the work that other people are doing behind the scenes. Because ultimately, to me, like, yes, thankful for the work that she's doing, but it has less meaning because she has less barriers. Right exactly that's it um you want to talk about this next one? Oh, so um there's a makeup brand called juvia's place which is um black owned by a woman in africa she's from nigeria mm-hmm. um and juvia's place is marketed as a black brand mm-hmm. right they use african women they use like african print um designs all on their their packaging so when you go on their instagram or you go on any other media all of the influencers are white, mm. are um, already like pretty famous or big names, and um, a lot of them are people that have been, you know, that we have been canceled because like Jeffree Star oh. and Jacqueline Hill have been canceled um, by a lot of the community because they have said racist or done fucked up shit to, or mm-hmm. you know whatever 
Um, so Alyssa Ashley, who is one of the biggest YouTubers, Jackie Ina, who we know is one of mm-hmm. the biggest um, influencers as well. Um, multi- like many of the big black influencers um, have, you know, in the beginning would buy these products thinking that would purchase the products that um, they would, you know, purchase the product and review them and just thinking that it's a black owned brand mm-hmm. and then would look to be put on the, the PR list. Um, and, you know, these are Alyssa Ashley and Jackie Ina and um, Arnell. They're like huge YouTubers. These are not like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know that. women are like millionaires off of, you know, of course, mm-hmm. you know, but like are millionaires just off of being influencers alone. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically um, they stopped doing that like a, a while ago. Jackie stopped affiliating with them at all, like. And then when Alyssa and them would reach out, like, hey, can we put we, we be put onto your PR list? We haven't been receiving anything, blah, blah, blah. The owner would basically, like, be shady. Like, no. Like, basically. Interesting. Um, so, mm-hmm. So, everyone is basically saying that, like, um, they are just using black designs. And then because, you know, they feel as though, like, the white, influencers are more powerful or more they respect them more they're that's who they're paying basically to to market their products yeah and it's like they were shading and tearing down the black influencers and it's like all right if you are not using any black pr you're not using any black influencers then then why you got a nefertiti on the packaging exactly exactly so um, Jackie reached out and basically said, like, y'all got me fucked up. I'm not going, like, no, I don't fuck with, the, I don't fuck with you. Just be, And she was like, all skin folk and kin folk. And that's what she basically said. Interesting. I am, uh, mm-hmm. and I see this, the woman who, I'm literally, like, skipping through this YouTube video. Um, and, like, the owner posts something at the end or whatever. All I really have to mm-hmm. say out of all this, and I know this is not really going to make maybe a lot of sense, um, but with no makeup on, um, Jeffree Star looks like a Velociraptor. <laughs> He's so scary. Yeah. Um, let's move on. Um, what were they talking about? Black movies? Oh, the uh, yeah, the video. I didn't watch it. I'm gonna be honest yet. Um, but there's a Buzzfeed so, cocoa butter drawn, right? Mm-hmm. Buzzfeed cocoa butter posted. Um, millennials watching his, like not historically black movies, just like black '90s drawns. Black '90s movies for the first time. And when the, um, it was like, Waiting to Exhale. Um, Belly. Um, Belly. Um, what else is on that drawn? Uh, Thin Line Between Love and Hate. Um, it was something else. Might have been Why Do Fools Maybe. Fool I, don't I don't know. I just feel like, it, it was like niggas another. should have seen all those movies. So it. Why did you not see them growing yeah, up? Yeah, it really annoyed me. <laughs> Why did you not see those growing up? But they also were saying like, basically like saying like, Black 90s movies weren't good because they were low quality. And I don't think that that's true. I think it's um it's very indicative. Like, we were talking about the Cocoa Butter drone and how it's it's cool or whatever. It seems pretty cool so far what they're doing. But it is uh, affiliated with BuzzFeed. And likely the people that they're choosing are, like, not... You know, I'm not here to take away from anyone's black experience. Um, but not niggas who maybe experience blackness the way that 
we did growing exactly. up. And that's exactly what it was. Mm-hmm. She, the girl, one of the girls was like, I never seen Love Jones because like, I'm not my ancestors. Like some weird shit like that. Like no, no disrespect to John Singleton. Get your black ass out of my face. What? First of all, you know, that's one of my favorite movies. But also like, just because you don't understand it does not mean that it's not valid or relevant. Right. Right. Um. All right, let's move on. I'm gonna have to watch that. We'll report back next week in a section called Nignogs of America." <laughs> um, <laughs> Bops and Bangers. Well, also is next week the beginning of July? Oh yeah, because we were talking about doing like a cookout type John. So I think that that will be like maybe the beginning of our um the playlist that we talked about for Bops and Bangers. We'll make sure to have that out. Mm-hmm. But um yeah bops and bangers this week i'm gonna go first so i can just get these out of here um this is some of the stuff that'll be on my like self-confidence preview playlist um but down on my luck by vic Vic mensa um such a good song song. it's my first song on my morning playlist so like i've been waking up to that all week really good when i get down on my luck and then like you can't wake up like feeling like good like you got something to do um Second song on that joint is actually uh, Meditation by Goldlink, um, which is a joint with Jasmine Sullivan and Kate Trinata. Like, that is just a, an amazing combination right there. That's gold. Goldlink is really a yeah, gem. Yeah, I fuck with him. Um, third song on this same playlist is uh, New York City Rage Fest by Kid Cudi. Remember that was just a, a mood? And there's no words on that joint, but that joint is just a big-ass no mood. Um, later on in the list is, uh, Flight of the Navigator by Childish Gambino. Um, that song. Is that the one that starts off with him, like, talking real slow on the, um. That's like, who wanna listen? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's Can we just talk about how that's we one of the best albums? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So um, that's one of the best albums. Because the internet is literally one of the best albums. One of the best albums. Crawl is one of my favorite songs. I've actually started listening to, like, the playlist When I Get Home, too. Um, like, same thing I listen to, like, starting the day to end the day. And it's nice because that Flight of the Navigator is, like, a nice thing to start with the ending of the day. To, like, just decompress and, like, let everything out. So um, Kerr Franklin's new album, listen to it. I don't know if I mentioned it here yet, but definitely both a bop and a banger. An amazing album. Yeah. Really? I know Amber Bees is always like, this is so good. She keep posting. It's very like, uh, like 90s Kirk Franklin good. Um, And then, you know, it's not about (laughs) Nicki Minaj's new trash ass song. I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm actually not sorry. You know, who I'm really sorry for the barbs who continue to be fans of Nicki Minaj. I'm sorry that you guys are under that spell. I really thought that she was going to come back and do Dude, like, I thought she was going to, like, say anything, but... cut when it's shooting time. Tied up, it's recruiting time. But instead, like, she hey. said... Bata da da <laughs> I'm a diehard like Bruce Willis. You're like a candy store, and I'm a Todd Lore. <laughs> Todd Awful. Lore. Hey, I'm Todd Lore. Nice to meet All you. Right. <laughs> Um, all right, so my first song on Bops and Bangers for me has been Ocean Eyes by Billie Eilish. I don't really understand this, but... Oh, my God, it's such a good song. Billie Eilish is like a child, but that is a fucking banger. She did her fucking thing. Um, another song from Bops and Bangers is Alaska by Maggie Rogers, and I fuck with that song. It's kind of like a folk okay. song, but... um. 
she's really good. Songwriting is on point. Third is The Healer by Erica Badu. And I don't know why I'm fucking obsessed with it right now. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. I've just been like super. Yeah, I had rap on earlier this week, so I think that maybe had something to do with it. <laughs> oh, we're head rap almost. Oh, really? Day. Okay. Yes. Um, my last fucking bopping and banger is often Future's new EP. It's called Shotgun. It's so fucking. This is the song they thought that he sampled Sierra. It came out that he didn't, but I still. Didn't if he hear. sampled Sierra, I would actually cry. So it sounds like he sampled it and then like distorted it to the point where like he didn't need her clearance. Yeah, because I was gonna say he would probably have to request clearance from her if he did. Yeah. Exactly, but it sounds like it. It sounds. What like song it. did he sample? It sounds like Promise. Okay, that actually just gave me a chill. I'm gonna throw up. I'll listen to it. <laughs> I'll listen to it after this. Um, Snow Allegra, Snow out, yeah. She just dropped a new song. Her album's about to come out soon. I'm super excited. Right. Um, so those are the only those are my bops and bangers for this. Cool. Week. All right. Um, three things to stand. We ready? Cool. This is good. Um, you wanna go first? Um, my first thing to stand is Euphoria, mm. which what is just came on this past Sunday, and it's going to come on again. But so it'll be two episodes by the time this episode mm-hmm. comes out. Um, and that's Zendaya's new HBO show. Um, basically, a bit about like millennials and drug use, and it's just it's so, so good. It's so good. good. I feel like it it brings up so many topics like um, that we all talk about um but it's super super good uh so and zendaya i feel like has shown us her fucking like she's like all right but she's got me fucking yeah i feel like she's like super different mm -hmm, for her but she it's interesting she was saying on like the like the after credits or whatever you know they do on hbo each mm -hmm. time um that basically like this character is not a far i guess like a far cry from like who she is you know um, so it's interesting, but also just to make sure we know this, it, this maybe it's not going to make me not like the show or make me like it less. Um, but it's definitely produced by Drake or executive produced by Drake, I believe. Yeah. You really? didn't know that no. when they were, when what? they were originally talking about, um, Drake and Zendaya working on a show together, but let me see what, let me see. Cause there's actually an article here that says, so what exactly is Drake's role on euphoria? I think he may have a like a hand in like choosing the music and things like that. Oh, the music is really good from the show. Meg Megan Thee Stallion had a um, um yeah, Cocky AF was on there. Yeah. Um, but I guess that he's apparently just providing like uh he's providing like as a consultant, you know, um and also with music. But the guy Sam Levinson, who's the writer of the show, is essentially doing like the most of it. He uses like his own drug experiences to kind of inform um what the scenes in the show look like so um that's super dope but yeah i'm gonna read this whole article and find out because apparently nobody knows what drake really does <laughs> um my third thing is i was just talking about vic mensa you only said he one dropped a oh my second thing yeah <laughs> my second thing is um vic mensa dropped a music video and basically, it's just 
about ice and um mm. he uses white children he's and he was on i think he was on cnn earlier this week and they were interviewing him on it um and they asked him why he used it's called camp america mm. um they asked him why he used um white children and he said because i want people to he's like people love white kids <laughs> this these are america's prized possessions wow. so you know he's like if that's what it takes for y'all to understand what's going on in these concentration camps that there's kids being beaten mm-hmm. raped starved then like that's what i'm gonna do well he's like and it may mm-hmm. he was like and it may seem you know like it may seem like harsh he said but it's the harsh reality of this is what's happening to children and because that these kids are brown and and black and um from other countries that no one wants to see it so it's a song on um it's a song on it's on like all the streaming services mm-hmm. um it's called camp america um so yeah I stand Vic Mensa though. Y'all already know. I do fuck with Vic Mensa too. Yeah, he's super, super vocal in injustice and oppression and all that shit. And have you have you ever seen his um therapist? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah it made me fuck with him mm-hmm. even more. Um, so my third thing um to stand is something that I've been like researching and trying to get into, and it's called EFT tapping, and it's called like EFT stands for emotional freedom technique. Mm. Um, and it's like an alternate treatment for like, like a holistic ultimate um, treatment for like anxiety, pain. Um, and essentially what you do is you tap on um, pressure points in your mm, hand, cool. on your face. Mm-hmm. So um, what you do is you tap on these pressure points in a, a sequence, basically, and do like basically say an affirmation about how you're feeling at the present moment how you accept how you feel in the moment and you release it. Um, so it's just like a way to redirect energy, basically. Mm, um, I like this. Yes. A lot of the times people do it with um, essential oils. So like if you're feeling, if you're getting, feel like a headache coming on, you would tap with like peppermint or something to release the tension. So it's just something I've been like trying to do with myself because I've been, you know, y'all know I'll be on some shit. Um, but in yeah, the, so EFT in tapping. the cosmos. In the cosmos. I'm really not on this planet. Um, okay, my three things to stay in this week. I have a ton, so I'm just going to condense them. Yeah, like way more I than I think three. this is like five. Okay, let's see where we want to go first. Um, first is Glossier. Oh, yeah, because I promised Mean that I would give a little uh, review of the Glossier on the show. So I'll start with first that. First of all, I said that I wanted to get in the Glossier. And so I went and bought it. <laughs> 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 That sucks. I like, suck. Like how annoying. I I, didn't, I mean, all I bought was like um the spray, the facial spray, and then the exfoliator. That's really it. They didn't even send me my fucking sample of the cleanser that I wanted to try. Like, actually, if anybody knows uh, anybody at Glossier, tell them I'm highly pissed, and I will be writing a review and uh, asking to speak to a manager. Yeah, I'm trying to get a yo. I heard mic- micro influencers. Let me know if they were like a thing. Because I have, like, 2,000 followers, but it's not, like... No, like, yes, you are. Let's talk about this offline. Offline? Because yep, okay. I have, you know, I'll be... I got resources. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, let's let's work on yeah, it. Mm-hmm. Let's work on it. Um, yeah, so, Glossier, the, the things that I like so far, I feel like the, um, the skin perfecter, or whatever they call that, it's like a... Let me see... 
Um, that I like the most. The the what's it called i got this the rosewater facial spray also um and that is not it, it doesn't feel better or like i don't like the do you like the mario badescu yeah like i definitely do i also personally prefer like um just to like buy rosewater from like the beauty supply store that's what i was doing before and then i would mix it with the thayer's uh rose petal ton- toner well, yeah, it's a witch hazel, but it's like a rose petal, like scented. And this one has aloe vera, so I would mix those two and spray it together. But then I tried the Glossier and whatever. But anyway, um, the solution, the exfoliating skin perfecter is like a chemical exfoliator. Um, I like it. Oh, that's what I It has mean. a nice little pump on it. And then I bought the cotton pads that are like Glossier branded because they're the same size as a little thing. So it's just pretty nice. Like it works out. Oh, so you put it yeah, right you put on it right it. on it, and then you yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, it says like out of, after four weeks, seven to ten people, ninety four percent said their skin was clear. Seven out of ten people said their skin looked transformed. Um, yeah. So whatever, it is cool. Try it. Um, I think it's only thirty five thirty dollars. How much is this shit? Twenty four dollars. So it's not. You mean? super expensive not super expensive for yeah um and then so that was one two um boy meets world i pretty much watched boy meets world on hulu from start to finish it's interesting because they're in philadelphia it's a philadelphia based show i love um they talk about like chubby's the place that's like right across from delisandros like that's their that's where they hung out at and shit so it's just real interesting um but to see them go from like i watched it over the course of maybe the last kids. two weeks mm-hmm. from kids to like cory and topanga getting married and like living in like uh they lived in like married dorms and like some of the shit is definitely fake like because it's like there's i mean are there married dorms for people when you're like a freshman in college you can get a dorm with your person that you're married to right that's true um but yeah just some weird shit like that so it's definitely worth the rewatch boy meets world uh, and then lastly, I'm going to just keep it very white this week. I'm going to go with um, draft lattes um, slash cold foam lattes. So um, I was explaining this to Shar yesterday. I really like these, co- like basically these cold brews or iced coffees that have like uh, foam or like milk, like foamy milk on top. And then when you drink it, you get like a little bit of the foam that comes up and then you get a little bit of like the coffee. It's perfect. Uh, La Cologne, they have the little cans of draft latte. If you can find one of those it's with the yellow, that's caramel. If you find the tan one, that's vanilla. Either or is really great. Or if you go to Starbucks. They just better be cutting you a check. No, they should be. They really should be. <laughs> um, if you go to Starbucks, they also, you can get like a vanilla cold brew with a Casabra cold foam. I don't know who the fuck I've turned into, but I've become that person yeah. that's like, yeah, can I have uh, can I have the vanilla cold brew with the cold foam on top? Meanwhile, I'm like, can I have a cold, uh, cold can I have brew? a black ass cold brew? Black ass cold brew? Can I have my fucking cold brew? I've period? definitely requested a black ass cold brew before. Um, that's pretty much which is why I'm a fucking singer. our show this week. Um, follow us on social media. Um, some cool contests and things coming. Um, you can donate to listener support. You can send us emails. Um, this mantra this week I actually got from. Do you know the girl? Uh, her name is uh, Brianna. Damn, Shane. you knew. 
Yeah, I knew. I didn't even get to say who, who like nothing. <laughs> um, yeah, what's her? Matt Brand is her, right? Mm-hmm. Matt Brand. Mm-hmm. That black bodysuit that I have, the short sleeve. One? Oh, really? Okay. Matt Brand. Okay, she's an influencer. Okay. Yeah, you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, the girl's an influencer. Please. Okay, just to wrap uh, this up with our mantra is uh, everything that I want wants me. So everything I want wants me. Thanks for listening another week and we'll see you soon. Bye.